All right. We are coming in for a fierce landing, a hot landing. Hot dang. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noizera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And I'm going to go ahead and shoot you guys straight. Got to let you know right up off the bat, I got daddy duties immediately. Like, as I'm recording, like, I'm going to have to fly through this episode so fast because the wife has something to take care of about an hour before we we, we, we would normally be done. So I'm going to try to cram like a three and a half hour show into at least two and a half hours. Uh, so if this is <clears throat> fast paced, hard hitting, you don't hear me do a lot of commentary and pontificating and all that other nonsense. That's because of that. And um, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And, you know, the only way to get past that is for you guys to support this operation. We did a show earlier this week for our exclusive members, and we will be continuing to do shows for our exclusive members because they are a little bit more flexible and understanding of everything that's going on with our flagship show and time frame. It's not the same. Uh, so if you guys want to make sure you still get more content from us, more information that's coming out, you want to support this operation and everything else we're doing, coffee.com forward slash noise era uh, as it stands at the time of it we have uh, i think three three subscriptions on there five exclusive members total because we have uh well five five paying members we have over 16 exclusive members uh yeah because we have people that have done the subscription tiers we also have people that are on coffee and then we have some remaining exclusive members uh, that are still kind of figure out where the dust settles, but they still attend to the meetings. Either way, if you guys want to support this operation and be a part of what we're doing, go to coffee.com forward slash noise era, uh, or just go to the new website, the noise era.com forward slash exclusive dash content. That's the way to do it. Uh, the, the show that we did earlier this week, 11, 15, 2021, the mini cast that we did, it's on exclusive members. And it's probably for good reason, because we literally covered uh, amorphous flying jellyfish-like entities flying over public airspace. And it, it tripped me out. There is multiple footage. Uh, I talked about this just last night with local organizations as well. Multiple pieces of footage. Some CGI was put in there, uh, but not the other pieces of footage, man. I would highly recommend you guys go look into it. I'll put the link for it in the description bar below. It was in K.J. Osborne's uh, Satan is No Longer Hiding in 2021's video. And he connected it with black goo, graphene oxide. And again, it, 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 it tripped me out because that's the only thing that I can describe it as. It looked like a Dementor from Harry Potter. It also looks like uh, the, the, the entity, the mechanical being in the Matrix, the one that tries to get Neo back into the matrix after he exits his pod. Uh, I also went on to go watch Hiao Miyazaki's uh, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle, and Spirited Away. And in each of those movies, they had an amorphous black entity that shapeshift, which looked like exactly what we were seeing. And so again, you can either go watch KJ's video, see it for yourself. You can go listen to the most recent minicast we did with our exclusive members and have that breaking down for you. But there is some crazy stuff going on in our skies, um, and these are new developments. My thought, it could be a graphene oxide being. 
I talked about this with other organizations just last night. Uh, it's 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 very strange uh, some of the things that are happening as the world, as this great revealing, as the rev, as revelation unfolds, as the gates of hell open up, we are seeing some very very crazy things uh, come through. So yeah, if you guys want to, <clears throat> if you want to get access to our exclusive content, other things that we're doing, join our exclusive membership program, coffee.com forward slash noise era. I'm done. All right. So to conserve on time and to just go ahead and jump into things instead of doing the news cruise, but yet because we still will do the news cruise, what I will do instead is I'll go through some of the, I'll do the honorable mentions. I'll mention these articles that I didn't figure out how to work into this already lengthy and information packed episode. So I'll fly through these and then we'll get into the news cruise and then we'll, we'll, we'll take a break and go from there. Uh, but, uh, Kenosha prosecutor claims a violent mob of rioters that attacked Kyle Rittenhouse were quote heroes who did the right thing. There's videos of this, of the, uh, the prosecutor against uh, Kyle Rittenhouse saying that Rosenbaum, Joseph Rosenbaum was a good man. Uh, defense says Kyle Rittenhouse had the right to be unmolested by the likes of convicted pedophile Joseph Rosenbaum. Uh, we have also other video. I guess this is more or less an, annou- an announcement. Beto O'Rourke is giving it another try. He is now running for the Texas governorship. I think that'll be very interesting. Very, very interesting. You've got Greg Abbott finally beginning to wake up with what's going on with the COVID madness and the tyranny there. Uh, they get somebody like Beto O'Rourke in there. <laughs> it is game. Over, and that's exactly what they want to do. They want to try to turn Texas blue. Continuing on with the honorable mentions, Aussie Health Chief says says people who don't get vaccinated will be quote miserable and quote lonely for life. We've got some clips. Boy, do we have some clips! I'm thinking about. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about taking a cage uh, taking a page from KJ's book and launching an entirely separate show where all we do is cover the COVID news because that segment of the show in and of itself is jam-packed with information, vital, crucial information. Uh, But, I mean, you already know that. You don't need me to state that out. Schools increasingly close for mental health days analysis finds. In this uh, Patriot Purge segment that we'll be getting into, we'll be talking about what's going on in the schools, the perversion, the degeneracy, the decadence, all that and more. Uh, We talked about this earlier in the week. BLM leader warns of bloodshed, riots. If New York mayor-elect Eric Adams reinstates plainclothes NYPD unit. Hawk Newsom followed that up by going on to Dan Bongino, where he was confronted by these sentiments. Dan Bongino tried to get Hawk Newsom to agree to a statement, and he didn't. He evaded. I spoke more about this on our minicast earlier this week. But, uh, you know, this is why they have over 500 National Guards members activated in the wake of the Rittenhouse verdict. We'll be hearing about that, I'm sure, soon. We'll talk about it next week. I'm sure it'll drop. It, I'm sure it will drop today as we are recording. And so that'll we'll, we'll follow that story up with more information as it develops. Uh, supply chain crisis worsens. Number of ships off California coast hits new record. 
That's right. Supply chain crisis is worsening. We have more about that in the third segment. If we can get there, uh, scientists are growing COVID vaccine filled spinach, lettuce, and edible plants to replace COVID injections. So we're talking COVID pills. We're talking COVID patches. And now we're talking COVID vaccine filled spinach, lettuce, and edible plants to replace the injections. This is, this is after Bill Gates just last week said that we need to do a new way with the vaccines. We'll be talking more about this in the second segment, how they admitted what we've been talking about time and time again. The vaccine is losing its efficacy. It's weakening. Not only not only in its fight against COVID, but it's also weakening the recipients. Continuing on, uh, Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro confronts World Health Organization chief Tedros Cabracius, saying that people are still dying of COVID after the second dose. That's leadership right there. That's more of what we need. We need every single person questioning what the heck is going down. These tyrants are trying to flood us into submission, into obedience. Moving on, uh, DHS warns that, quote, domestic extremists are are threatening violence against Congress, school, and health officials. Well, I, I, I'm I'm sure a rapist would consider justice violence or threats. That's all that's happening. Parents are fighting back. They're trying to reclaim their strength, reclaim their authority from these oppressors. And so as any tyrant does and has done throughout history, they have declared opposition, extremists, terrorists, criminals, Things like this and more. Uh, final bit of the honorable mentions right here. I think we might have the clip for you guys. Uh, Disney further mainstreaming the occult with the launch of tarot cards. Now, I think that would be a good thing for me to pivot into uh, before I do the news cruise. Radar read with you guys, because just the other day I was talking about this with some folks on, on another show. Uh, but just the other day. I was watching 101 Dalmatians, <laughs> you know, because I've got my daughter who is now 10 weeks old, but I was watching 101 Dalmatians. It was adorable. And, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm watching it with the wife and I'm thinking to myself, you know, as, as, as we're watching like a, an old school animation, didn't another piece of, didn't, didn't something else come out with this? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, didn't, didn't they just come out with a movie called Cruella? You know, I'm thinking to myself, how come we didn't have, you know, how come we didn't have 202 Dalmatians? You know, or something, or 201 Dalmatians, or something like that. How come we didn't decide to further... The Dalmatian series. Oh, that's right. We did. We decided to further doubt the, the 101 Dalmatian series by focusing on the villain. Yeah, that was our generation. Our generation decided to look at 101 Dalmatians and say, you know what? The real star here is Cruella DeVille. The real star here is the villain. Let's make an origin story for the villain because she's so misunderstood. That's what our generation has done. We have glorified evil. 
We have exalted the darkness. We have worshipped the evil. In so many different ways. I mean, look at this. Disney tarot villain cards. You can now practice dark magic with villains. People don't see that. Or maybe that's how it works. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be. Maybe they don't want you to see what's going on. So speaking of culture war and more, I have a video that I'll be playing for you guys of Bill Mayer telling, Bill Mayer telling Chris Cuomo that wokeness is killing the Democratic Party, and they know that. That's what they want. They want to kill the Democratic Party. They want to override it, but we'll be getting into that later on in the show. Let's go ahead and get into the radar read so we can bang out a couple of these articles. We'll take a break, and then we will come back with the Patriot Purge. Again, we always do this type of stuff just to give you like a smattering of other articles in a non, uh, non-discriminate non fashion just so people see what is going on in the world at the time of recording. Jesus, good Lord. Group of teens execute defenseless 60-year-old man in parking amid robbery spree. My God. In, in Dallas, Texas, look at this, listen to this. A group of four teenagers in Dallas, Texas, have been charged with capital murder after allegedly shooting and killing a 60-year-old man during an attempted armed robbery. The victim, Ali Abana, was loading his vehicle with groceries in the parking lot of a northeast Dallas Costco business center early Tuesday evening when the suspects drove up in a stolen pickup and tried to rob him. A 17-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a 17-year-old. My God. Insane. If we get to the third segment, I talk about how uh, in some parts of the nation now, due to the supply chain being disrupted, the economic collapse, the civil unrest, the the destabilization, the defund the police uh, uh, movement, the culture of decadence and degeneracy in some parts of the nation, looting is very common. I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen it in one way, shape or form, where literally someone is 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 stealing like. TVs or something from either Walmart or you're at Walgreens and you're seeing people just run in there with shopping carts and steal all kinds of crap. It is crazy. It is very crazy. This is what happens when the social contract is broken and it's all been green lit. I mean, (laughs) Hawk Newsom of the Greater New York BLM chapter literally got on national television and talked about how Listen, if you if you elect somebody that's that's tough on crime, we're going to commit crimes. This is where we are now. And now, I mean, with the Cal Rittenhouse situation, you have it to where if you defend yourself in this communist takeover, you're a bad person. So they have greenlit lawlessness, chaos, destabilization and more. And on the flip side of that. They've criminalized. Self-defense, justice, insanity. Let me get back into this. Uh, Look at this. Simpsons reveals plan for last episode. Very strange. Maybe because they're talking about, I don't know. I see that could be a, a number of things. That could mean a number of things. Let's look a little bit into that. The Simpsons boss reveals plan for last ever episode. 
and it's a major tearjerker. Well, it's been running since the 1989, and they say that it's coming to an end. Interesting. Interesting. The Simpsons is one of those TV shows that you look out for because they use it as a, a vector point uh, to broadcast some of the messages and agendas. And that could be one of the reasons why they're shutting it down. All the agendas are out there. All the information they want is out there. And they don't want to give any more heads up. Maybe that's maybe we're coming up on the end of a couple things. Who knows? Maybe because we're entering into the world government, there's no need for something like The Simpsons. Uh, right here, getting back into the radar read, Bill Maher says Democrats are the party of no common sense and will get thumped in the midterms. This comes from the blaze. I, I agree. People are waking up, moving forward. Just days after Bill Gates warned of a coming smallpox bio terror attack, 15 vials labeled smallpox are found in a research lab in Pennsylvania. We have an article about that in the second segment. It's crazy how as people are waking up to the dangers of the COVID vaccine and the non-lethality of the virus, they've got to roll out another one. Is this the sparse pandemic of 2025? We've, we've asked this question before on the show. What are they going to do? What are they going to do to outdo COVID? And the problem with all this is, is that virus will actually be real. COVID was cooked, COVID was kicked, cooked up, released on the public, 99.9% survivability rate. Smallpox, however, though, now that people's immune systems have been weakened with the vaccine, this smallpox virus gets out along with all the other variants that they're creating, so to speak, you're going to see mass, mass, mass die off. I mean, I was talking about this with uh, somebody that works in a local hospitals here around me, a nurse, and he was telling me how the hospitals are overloaded. And because of the shorting staffage, uh, it's, it's like a war zone. They don't have enough people. These people are coming in seriously injured, seriously, uh, seriously ill. These aren't people with chronic illnesses, right? These are like sudden intense illnesses. And then when you talk them, when the nurse talks with the doctors, they're saying, oh, well, these are all the people that put off coming to the hospital last year. And it's like bullcrap. If these were the people that were coming in from last year, like they would be, they would have either died in their house with these type of conditions or, or, or something else would have taken place. They couldn't put these type of illnesses off for a year. They'd be dead. And so, as, as, as that truth comes out, as we begin to resolve ourselves with that situation, well, they're rolling out another bioweapon, but we'll talk more about that in the second segment. Let's move on. Uh, longest lunar eclipse in 580 years. That's going to happen tonight. That is going to happen tonight. Very strange. Uh, look at this right here. California, Arizona, and Nevada are in talks on the Colorado River water. Very interesting. More evidence of the resource wars. Very sketchy. Uh, 
Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 in active rollout. And it is, it's just, it's crazy. Everything that it's un, that's unfolding. Another one from the blaze uh, stores use decoys and pictures of food to trick customers into believing that the barren shelves are fully stocked. Apparently there's a video. Uh, apparently there's a video. Let's see if we can play it without the sound. Yep. Sure enough. They're stocking shelves. They're stocking empty shelves with excess supplies uh, to make it seem like they don't have anything to make it seem like they have things. Of course, this is the supply chain issue. The Jinsaki says we caused all this and all. Let's get a couple more of these in here and then we'll take a quick break. <laughs> Um, this one comes from the Drudge Report feed. Venezuela turns to flashy casinos, SUVs, and dollars for economic boosts. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Walmart starts using drones in new delivery service. We had put a post out on our Telegram this week. Uh, talking about how because of the lack of drivers, Walmart is now partnering with a autonomous transportation service, an autonomous uh, driving service. And now we're hearing of how they're using drones. So this is this is the solution to the labor shortage, to the worker shortage, is the robots. That's what's going to happen. They're going to replace you with robots. They are perfectly fine with you making yourself non-essential, with you making yourself obsolete. That's the socioeconomic reformation. That is the great reset. And I mean, what more evidence would you like other than this right here? Starbucks and Amazon open cashierless store in Manhattan. So you've got, you've got, and I, and I, I, I predicted this. This is I didn't predict this. I read their documents, and this is what they said they were going to do. This is why I created the Autonomous Society series. Drone deliveries, driverless cars, cashierless stores, Amazon Go convenience places. It'll get to a point to where they roll out robots that are convenience stores that come to your location. This is why whenever we talked about Neo. Uh, Saudi Arabia's Saudi Saudi Arabia's technocracy that they're trying to build. This is what they're trying to do. They want to make you think that you're non-essential, that you're obsolete, and then replace you with robots. So much more. Let's cram in a couple more, and then I'll take that break. Uh, Christian warriors, Texas Patriots chant, "Quote: Let's go, branding." During pro-American conference at church. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Let's go. Disney Cruise Line now requires children ages five years and old, older to be fully vaccinated in order to travel. Hmm. <laughs> 
Okay, I think this might be the the one where we take a break. Uh, or ooh, two more, two more, and then we'll take that break. Uh, now they are pushing a nasal vaccine for Alzheimer's disease. This comes from In Times headlines. It says Brigham and Women's Hospital is launching the first human clinical trial for a nasal vaccine for Alzheimer's disease. The vaccine is intended to prevent and slow the progression of the disease. The hospital will begin testing for its safety and efficacy in what is considered a, quote, remarkable milestone, according to lead researcher Dr. Howard Weiner, co-director of Ann Romney Center for Neurological Disease at the Brigham. Nasal vaccines for Alzheimer's. And I saw this pop up before coming on to the show. I think it might be an article by Michael Snyder, but it says things are starting to get really weird as we approach the end of 2021. Oof. Ah, uh, uh, man. I'll read a little bit of this, and I think this might be the best way for us to take a break. It's another one over there at End Times Headlines. They put this up November 18th. It says, I hope that you are sitting down because I'm going to share with you some things in this article that are deeply alarming. I'm going to try to cover everything as quickly as I can, but I want to warn you in advance that this is not going to be a short piece. Now that we enter the second half of November, things appear to be breaking loose all over the globe. I don't know if every single item that I will share with you in this article will become a crisis, but every single one of them is definitely worth monitoring. But before I get into specifics, let me tell you about something really strange that is happening with the moon. Very early on Friday morning, a, near, a nearly total lunar eclipse will turn the moon red, up, red for up to three and a half hours. The longest partial lunar eclipse of the century will take place on Friday morning, making the moon appear red for up to 3.5 hours. It will darken the moon for the most of the planet on November 19th, with up to 97% of the moon slipping into the Earth's shadow. The best place to view the eclipse will be North America, where almost all of the 3.5 hours will be visible, as it will be as it will be nighttime when the eclipse begins. This will be the longest such eclipse for this in, entire century. Needless to say, this quote blood moon is generating a lot of speculation, because quote blood moons are often associated with death and destruction. Those living in Europe will not have a good view of the eclipse at all, but the entire population of North America will be ideally positioned to see it as long as weather cooperates. Meanwhile, all sorts of very strange health-related stories have started popping up in the news. For example, authorities just informed us that there is a confirmed case of the monkeypox in the United States. Quote, the Maryland Department of Health, in collaboration with the United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, today confirmed a single case of monkeypox virus infection in a Maryland resident who recently returned from Nigeria. As I write this article, the only thing that we know about the victim is that he or she has been hospitalized. The Maryland Department of Health says that the patient has been has not been hospitalized and is currently receiving or recovering in isolation with mild symptoms. No details are available regarding the resident's name, age, sex, where he or she lives, and where he or she traveled to in Nigeria. Hopefully, this uh, this individual has been isolated in time because monkeypox causes grotesque sores on the skin, and it could be quite deadly. The following comes from the CDC website, where they talk a little bit more about monkeypox. I'm going to move forward. 
in the article because it says on Wednesday, and we'll be talking about this in the second segment, on Wednesday, we also learned that law enforcement authorities have recovered, quote, questionable vials that were labeled, quote, smallpox from a facility near Philadelphia. The FBI and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are investigating, quote, questionable vials labeled, quote, smallpox and found in a freezer last night at a Merck facility outside Philadelphia, according to an alert sent to the Department of Homeland Security leadership on Tuesday night. There were reportedly a total of 15 questionable vials, according to the unclassified, quote, for official use only alert, a copy of which was obtained by Yahoo News. Five of the vials were labeled, quote, smallpox, and 10 were labeled, quote, vaccinia. Like, va- like V-A-C-C-I-N-I-A. The vials were secured immediately. We don't know, or we definitely do not want to see a smallpox outbreak. Like monkeypox, it can cause horrific, horrifying sores on the skin, and the death rate for smallpox is very high. Oof. It says the following comes from the CDC's official website. Before smallpox was eradicated, it was a serious infectious disease called by the variola virus. It was contagious, meaning it spread from one person to another. People who had smallpox had a fever and a distinctive progressive skin rash. Most people with smallpox recovered, but about three out of every 10 people with the disease died. Many smallpox survivors have permanent scars over large areas of their bodies, especially their faces, and some are left blind. And so on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into the Patriot Purge. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying that the the purge of patriots and police, military, FBI, DOJ, CIA is the most dangerous and silent movement happening in our country. As I said before, you've got Bill Mayer telling telling Chris Cuomo that wokeness is killing the Democratic Party. I've basically got multiple documents, multiple articles and videos where we talk about the transgenderism, uh, the social emotional learning, the wokeness and how it affects the children. A town declaring itself a constitutional republic, a Chinese dissident warning that America is already in an authoritarian state and the QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley getting 41 months in prison. The QAnon shaman for his capital riot crime. We're going to be talking about the Patriot Purge on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. In a world where secret powers are in play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives crusaders of truth a voice. One brand. In the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know. 
And we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're back because you already know the deal. Uh, unfortunately, team, we do not have much time, uh, but we are back. And I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know, again, if you fast forward it through the intro, I know some folks do. I don't blame you. Uh, the reason this episode is moving at the pace that it is is because I have some daddy duties that need to be attended to immediately following the wrap up of the show. We may not even get through the entirety of the show and I might have to wrap it up uh, because my wife has to take care of other business and I've got daddy duties to do. This has become a luxury and I try to take care of as much as I can beforehand so that I can set aside this time. Uh, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And so, again, if you guys want to secure this time frame, the work that we're doing and more, support this operation, man. Support this operation. It's 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 not that hard. And I get it. You know, we talk almost every week. We have been talking about it for almost two years now, how people's savings have been depleted, the economic devastation that's occurring. I get it. The beautiful thing about coffee.com is it allows for you to set your own your, your, your own dollar amount. Support this operation, guys. I want to do the work. And now more than ever, operations like ours are needed. People's minds are fertile. They want to hear the truth. We've got the pedigree. We've got the resume. We've got the job. We, we, we got it all, guys. But all we need is you guys to help amplify our message. Coffee.com forward slash noise era. They kicked us off of Patreon. They kicked us off of Patreon. They kicked us off of YouTube. They kicked us off of Instagram. And to be quite honest, nobody cares. And that's quite all right. We've got to care about what we've built so we can build upon it. Coffee.com forward slash noise era. Support this operation today. We diversify the information because you guys deserve it. With that being said, let's go ahead and start getting into the content. Again, man, we just we don't we don't have time for all the fanfare that I am known for. Uh, but uh, let me go ahead and get up this clip of Bill Maher talking about talking about the Democrats, talking about uh, how the wokeness is killing them. I think moments like this, where they have where, where, where they have self reflection, this is important. Moments like this, where they have self awareness, they actually think about themselves. They look at themselves in the mirror. This is a good thing. Uh, because these people, they have been having the edge on us in the culture war, and we're not pushing back. I mean, my God, all of all of Biden's whole administration is an ideological purge. You've seen that time and time again. It's what I try to reiterate throughout his administration. You're seeing a purity test, an ideological purge, and so much more. And so when they have moments like this, where they look at themselves in the mirror, and they say, you know what? I might be a bad guy. Maybe I should have a different view. These are good things. I think it was, uh, yeah, yeah. It was just two weeks ago. We had talked about whenever they had that massive victory in Virginia, uh, the CNN panel. I, I, it was Van Jones, uh, the CNN panel agreeing that voters view Democrats as annoying and offensive, out of touch, moralizing and self-righteous. And so to have somebody like Bill Mayer get up there and say, you know, this party of wokeness is killing us. This is a good thing. Uh, so let's play that. And then we will pick it up on the other side. 
quick question. Woke. The response from the people that you put it on will say no. Uh, woke is aware and inclusive, and there is no cancel culture. It's just accountability. These are not bad things. They are good things. Disagree. Well, woke, yes. I mean, I, I don't remember the day the term was born, uh, although I, I hear uh, AOC says only old people use it now. Well, you gave it to us <laughs> like five years ago. So sorry we didn't get the memo right away. You know, that's such a high school thing. We're not using that anymore. <laughs> we all wear pink on Wednesdays. Okay, you whatever term you want, uh, I don't care. Uh, again, I just got used to this one. And yes, in its best sense, if we're talking about um, being aware of things that we always should have been aware of more, reckonings that we've had with uh, sexual malfeasance, with racial injustice, that's all a good thing. But there's a reason why the term woke has come to uh, signify going too far and doing things that don't make sense. I keep saying this to the Democratic Party. The reason why you are so toxic is because you have become the party of no common sense. Yep. And people see this on their news feeds. I mean, you were saying to me in the break, people mostly go on with their lives. They do, but they see things on their phone or on their Facebook page. People pass things around. And it's a constant drip, drip, drip of, oh, these people are not. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, it seems like Bill Maher is beginning to wake up, but he's right. I mean, they have they have lost their minds. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has talked time and time again about how she believes that the Democratic Party isn't woke enough. She's one of them types that believes that, you know what, the only reason they lost some of the elections that they lost is because they weren't radical enough. And so what's happening right now is you're seeing that split between classical liberals who are like, you know what? Let's try this woke stuff. We'll, we'll we'll see what it's about. We're all about inclusivity. We're all about awareness. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, what are the issues that you have? But now it's gotten to a point where it's out of control. It is literally Looney Tunes. Uh, I have a couple articles and videos that cover that. A non-binary assistant professor talking about normalizing the term MAP, minor attracted persons, normalizing pedophilia. That's the party of the Democrats. Uh, Parents accuse school boards of promoting suicide. Again, the Democrats. Um, you know, a, a Connecticut parent claims school teaches children, kindergartners, about transgenderism. That's the Democrats. The Democrats are also the ones saying that parents that come to these school board association meetings to voice their opinions about being taught critical race theory, mask mandates, and more, the Democrats. So Bill Maher saying that is not a, not a, that, that should not make news. That's common sense. But that's how Looney Tunes, the left, has become. It is actually absurd. Check this out. Uh, Representative Green says that the purge of patriots and police, military, FBI, DOJ, CIA is the most dangerous silent movement happening in our country. I would have to agree. And I called it out the minute Biden got into Biden got in office. You could look you could literally look at. uh Again, his inauguration, and it looked like something out of Star Wars, as if people were pledging fealty to the New World Order, and that's exactly what's happening. Uh, speaking of the purge of military, one of the alarming numbers I heard this week alone scared the ever-loving bejesus out of me. Over 400,000 
active duty mil- uh, military is being removed due to the vaccine mandates. Don't listen to some of these false numbers that are out there where they're like, oh, it's 500 here in Maryland or, oh, it's like 2000 over here in Connecticut. No, 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 no. It's 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 pushing 400,000 active duty military troops being withdrawn due to the vaccine mandate. And I I pray to God we're able to get to this segment, the second segment, where I talk about how the Pentagon is threatening Oklahoma over their vaccine mandate because the National Guard said they didn't want to they didn't want to enforce the vaccine mandate. They said they may lose their National Guard status and label them a militia. Can you imagine the shockwaves that's going to do? You're 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 taking away our defense readiness and, and, and turning us into subpar things. But at the same time, you're giving over $81 billion worth of equipment and arming so-called moderate rebels. You're arming ISIS and Al-Qaeda. So I'm getting ahead of myself, getting frustrated. Let me read this quick article. We'll talk about the Patriot Persian. Hope to God we can get into that later on. Uh, But the article from Truth in Action says that many, uh, many suppose that the open borders policy that began in earnest under the Obama regime and has continued under the Brennan administration <laughs> was to bring in as many Democratic voters as possible. Perhaps this is an even more nefarious plan at play. Nate DeGrave is a nonviolent political prisoner who was arrested for filming the chaotic scene at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th and thrown into the D.C. Gulag while waiting for trial. In a shocking letter written as a cry for help, he detailed a horrific scene he and other political prisoners are suffering being starved and beaten, severe med- medical neglect, strip searches, and living in raw sewage. Real third world stuff. It's true. Uh, President of the Proud Boys, Enrique Tarrio, is actually be, he's, he's, he's actually asked to be released from jail due to the horrible conditions that you're hearing right there. Uh, getting back into the article, DeGrave also noted that the guards are, quote, mostly liberal migrants from Africa who have been conditioned to hate us and hate America. If and when it hits the fan in this country, the communists will need their brown shirts. Who better to fill the shoes than those who than someone who isn't an American citizen? But even before that, our nation is seeing an exodus from important political and public government positions by patriots every single day. Liberals are getting their wish to quote, defund the police but in the form of a government mandate. We'll go ahead and move to page two so we can get Marjorie Taylor Greene's statements. Looks like there's some tweets here too. This, let's, uh, let's get into it. It says that uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene sounded an alarm that needs to be heard by every single American patriot, saying, quote, the current purge of patriots in the police, military, FBI, DOJ, CIA, and many government agencies is the most dangerous movement silently happening in our country. It's happening on two fronts, Trump supporters and unvaxxed. In a series of tweets, Green, who has served the U.S., who has served as the U.S. representative for Georgia's 14th Congress congressional district since 2021, writes, quote, the purge is a critical piece of the communist revolution in America, purging their political opponents and anyone who don't who won't comply with their authoritarian demands are essential moves in the communist countries. After all, they can't eventually use force on the people unless they fully control the enforcers. It requires weeding out those that would stop to rise up in the ranks against communist control. In other words, real patriots. 
A patriot loves, supports, and defends one's country. An American patriot is one whose loyalty lies with our Constitution and will defend our freedoms at all costs against tyrants that will that rise to destroy it. American patriots believe in God and that, our, and that all of us are equal. When the day comes, when the ruling regime, the propaganda media, and the elites declare that the American patriot is the enemy and the intelligence agencies hunt patriots because they are labeled domestic terrorists, then every American should take heed because communism will kill us. I would have to agree, Marjorie. We are in a we are in such a precarious position. It truly is a very dangerous position for us to be in. And I mean, I, she she summarized in five tweets what I've been ranting about for almost an entire year. How that's what they want. They want to try to create the stormtroopers. They need they need the jackbooted slaves of the state. They need the order followers. They need the people that'll come in there, that'll kidnap kids, that'll take you to isolation camps. They don't need people that believe in the in, in, in the Bible, people that believe in the Constitution. They don't want that. What you're seeing right now is the purge of Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists from our country. That's what the vaccine mandate is. That's what the Civil War is. We could talk about the parallel economy, no doubt, but what we're trying to say with the page of the Patriot, the, the page of the Patriots, that was our last line of defense. Those are the people in the system fighting for good. They're going to fill the vacuum for these jackbooted thugs, these low IQ people who don't care what's going on. It's not a good thing. Touching more on. Bill Mayer's wokeness killing the Democratic Party. Here's that example that I was talking about. Uh, Connecticut parents claim that school teaches kindergartners about transgenderism. And so, again, this is a part of the, the Brandon regime as well. You don't support this? What are you, a racist bigot? You're not one of them Christian uh, Trump supporters, are you? Well, look at this. This is, this is the stuff that the Democratic Party is promoting. Because in our country, in America, our Democratic Party is being told to demoralize our nation, not build us up. We are being taught things to demoralize us, to scramble us, to dehumanize us. Listen to this. Uh, This comes from, I think, Truth Unmuted. Yep, they put this up November 17th. Connecticut parents claimed a school district is indoctrinating elementary school students about transgenderism, including a book for kindergartners. Officials of the West Hartford Public School told parents that they could not opt out from the materials, according to a release from advocacy group Parents Defunding Education. The reading list for kindergartners include the book, quote, Introducing Teddy, according to a lesson sheet shared with the Daily Caller News Foundation. Quote, one sunny day, Errol finds that Thomas is sad, even when they are playing in their favorite ways. Arrow can't figure out why until Thomas finally tells Arrow what the Teddy has been so afraid to say. He says, in my heart, I've always known that I'm a girl, Teddy, not a boy, Teddy. I wish my name was Tilly, not Thomas. And that's the summary for the children's book reads. I am Jazz, which relates to the story of a transgender reality star, Jazz Jennings, also appears on the re- on the reading list for fifth graders. Quote, teaching elementary students that their parents assigned 
their gender at birth, but may have gotten it wrong because anatomy is separate from gender, is an obscene example of adults using ideology to confuse and manipulate children's minds. Erica Sanzi of Parents Defunding Education told DCNF, quote, The fact that parents are not permitted to opt their children out of this content based in gender ideology is so sinister, it's hard to believe that it's even legal. And that's what these people are doing. They're trying to pervert the minds of the little ones. This is, again, the Brandon administration. This is the Patriot Purge. These are the woke monsters that are coming after your children. These are the people that think your children are theirs. How dangerous is this? I mean, look at this right here. Smoking gun. Whistleblower documents reveal FBI is using counterterrorism division to investigate parents. So again, this is this is this is more of that crap. More of that crap. You got Merrick Garland right here, looking like a doddering old man. But this is this is more of that crap. So because you don't want your child to learn about transgenderism, critical race theory, you don't want to muzzle your child, you don't want to subject them to experimental gene therapies, you're a domestic terrorist. You're it it's it's past being a conspiracy theorist now. Right. That that's how they ramped it up. It's past being a conspiracy theorist. You are now a domestic terrorist. You need the counterterrorism division to investigate you. Let's let's read this quick article by Hannah Nightingale of the Post Millennial. She put this up November 16th. It says in a letter addressed to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Tuesday, Representative Jim Jordan wrote that a whistleblower has revealed that the federal Bureau of Investigation is using its counterterrorism division to investigate parents. Interesting. There's a little bit of a clip here. Let's see if we can play it for you guys. I just really think it's important to get stuff on there like that. But, uh, quote, last month during your testimony before the Judiciary Committee, you testified that the Department of Justice and the FBI were you were not using the federal counterterrorism tools to target concerned parents at a local school board meeting. Jordan's letter began, and here's this clip. Presumably, you wrote the memo because of the letter. The letter is disavowed now, so you're going to keep your memo going anyway, right? Is that what you're telling me? Senator, I have the letter from NSBA that you're referring to. It apologizes for language in the letter, but it continues its concern about the safety of school officials and school staff. God, it, it's so crazy knowing that we are being led by criminals, criminals and deceivers of the truth. Getting back into the article, it says, it says, quote, we are now in receipt of a protected disclosure from a department whistleblower showing that the FBI's counterterrorism division is compiling and categorizing threat assessments related to parents. Including a document directing FBI personnel to use a specific, quote, threat tag to track potential investigations. The letter continues, calling into question the, quote, accuracy and completeness of your sworn testimony. Threat tags, threat tags, threat tags. They have threat tagged parents. These violent domestic extremists who have an issue with the open indoctrination of their children. Threat tags have been assigned to them. Think about this. 
Again, no patriot, no Christian, no conservative, no constitutionalist, nobody with, a, with, with common sense would support this. But these communists, how dare you push back against the agenda? You are being taught to obey. How dangerous is this? Look at this. Let me get back into this. It says Jordan's letter goes on to outline that during Garland's October 21st testimony, he stated that the department and its components were not using counterterrorism statutes and resources to target concerned parents, specifically stating that he could not, quote, imagine any circumstance in which the Patriot Act would be used in the circumstances of parents complaining about their children. The letter states that they have received an FBI email from the whistleblower dated October 20th. October 20th, the day before Garland's testimony sent on, quote, behalf of the FBI's assistant director for counterterrorism division and the assistant director for criminal division. So basically what they're saying is that Homeland Security reached out to the National School Board Association. It wasn't the other way around. That was what the testimony said. That's what he got up there and said. He had compiled the list. Because they reached out to him. It wasn't that it wasn't like that. He reached out to them. So what I'm trying to say is the Brandon administration, the Biden administration is actively trying to silence parents, actively trying to remove parents' ability to influence their child's education and decisions. And that's what they want. They don't want people being able to push back. They don't want people, parents specifically, to protect their children. These are these are pedophiles. These are people that want to take your safety, take your security, and rape it. These are perverts. These are degenerates. These are the bad guys. These are not good people. I'm trying to find for you guys real quick the clip of this uh, 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 a clip of uh, <laughs> a parent accusing the school boards of promoting suicide promoting suicide to children I kid you not so it's like on top of everything else that we're dealing with uh, they're now just going ahead and telling kids to go ahead and kill yourself they're telling them to take dangerous experimental chemicals with the vaccine hormone-blocking chemicals with all these puberty blockers and more. And now they're hiring therapists at $90,000 a pop to brainwash kids into killing themselves. This is what happens when you have rich, fertile minds that need to be expanded and taught things, and they're being taught the knowledge of evil, not the knowledge of good, but the knowledge of evil. Here's this parent accusing school boards of promoting suicide with creepy corporate-run social-emotional learning schemes. We are rehiring counselors grades 5 through 12 at 90K a pop. My oldest is in seventh grade, and you, Carol ISD, you are actually advertising suicide. We have so many kids that are getting, excuse me, so many parents that are getting tutors for their kids and like nine out of 10 parents that I know for math, for, for all kinds of um, different subjects. Um, and then you, at the higher grades, you have parents getting college prep companies for their kids. Counselors need to get back to the business of 
prepping our kids, our 98% of kids that go on to higher learning, not promoting suicide. Some of these kids, they're just trying to get through the day, get through compacted math, get through algebra, go to cotillion on Sunday. They are not thinking about these issues. Um, next, I've noticed this also as my kids get older. You have to stop expecting 12 and 13-year-olds to be college kids. You have to use pencil and paper for math. They cannot turn in everything online. It's just not how it works. Good stuff. Good stuff. And again, think about it. What we covered earlier in the radar read, or at least with the honorable mentions uh, before the radar read, schools are closing for mental health days simply because of the workload. I mean, failing grades, there was another, I I think there might be an article coming out on our Telegram, you know, about how children are really struggling with their socialization skills. And so what we're talking about is this dead and dying system in its last throes trying to take as many people as it can. And so, of course, they would hire therapists that promote suicide. Of course, they would hire teachers that promote pedophilia and all of this other Sick stuff, man. What's crazy is I got ahead of my notes. I didn't even pull out for you guys the the video clip of uh, the pervert saying that we need to rebrand the notion of pedophilia. (laughs) Kid you not. Saying that, you know, there are bad connotations whenever somebody says that they're attracted to uh, children. So we need to rebrand it as a minor attracted person. And so... You've you've got to think about the mindset of somebody that wants to do that mental gymnastics and say, hey, even though I'm attracted to kids, I don't want to admit that I'm attracted to kids because I know it sounds bad. Let me relabel my attraction to kids as something that sounds intellectual and so-called woke. That way you'll accept the fact that this thing that I'm doing that is kind of that is extraordinarily taboo isn't taboo. This is what Bill Maher meant by the by the by the wokeness. Killing the Democratic Party. This is not something that we should advocate for. I really don't think that we should advocate for the celebration of pedophilia or even the rebranding thereof. Listen, non-binary assistant professor at Old Dominion University is trying to normalize the term minor attracted person. And so this clip went viral this week. Dr. Alan Walker. And you tie with a name. I'm. Again, transgender, I'm not sure if he's a, a boy or a girl. So I guess that's a non-binary. But he's 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 this clip went viral. This dude's been put on leave. He faced repercussions for proudly saying that we should that, that, that we should do this. That question. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or map uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, And MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Before You Um, Act. They've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, A lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. 
Um, I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. It's not. Um, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to it doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. Yeah, it does. It, it, it actually really does. It says that you know you're doing something wrong. You're trying to cover up your tracks. You got caught. And now you're trying to explain your way out of this 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 jam you put yourself in. It's effing creepy and it needs to stop. And this is what happens when this stuff doesn't get checked. I'm sorry if I'm considered a, a, a bigot or a homophobe or any of the other labels that they want to put on me for practicing common sense, respecting traditional values. And again, not wanting to let perverts, degenerates and, and, and creepy, creepy people around my children. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm a bad man. But get over it. Uh, moving on with the show, moving on with the Patriot Purge concept. Check this out. Uh, Chinese dissident warns America is already in the authoritarian state. And so, again, this is what happens when you don't have people that uphold laws, justice, liberty, truth. This is what happens whenever we purge the Christians, the conservatives, the constitutionalists. This is democ- This is democracy. I think just the other day, somebody talked to me about uh, it was either Thomas Jefferson or John Adams, somebody that that I'll have to go get clarification on it. But they said democracy is communism in a, in, in, a, in a different name. And he's right. Ruled by the mob and the mob can be ruled. The mob can be manipulated. You're seeing it right now. We are already living underneath a veritable form of authoritarianism with Brandon, with the control of the media, and so much more. So don't take it from me. Listen to this dissident from China who has already experienced Mao Zedong's communist revolution and so much more, and how those very same things are resurging here in America. In your book, you're describing the directives of Mao Zedong during the Cultural Revolution that would be distributed publicly every night. And then you write, this is your quote, they served a function similar to Donald Trump's late night tweets while in office. They were the direct communication of a leader's thoughts to his devoted followers, enhancing the sanctity of his authority. So do you see Donald Trump as an authoritarian? And so before I play his answer, you see how giddy she was? To say like, oh, is Donald Trump an authoritarian completely like ignoring the fact that Biden is not communicating with the populace yet still being an authoritarian? You see how giddy she is to say like, what? Is Donald Trump like an authoritarian? Listen to his response and listen to him shut her down. I, well, I don't, you know, he, if you're authoritarian, you have to have a system in supporting you. You cannot just be authoritarian by yourself. But certainly in United States, with today's uh, condition, you can easily have an authoritarian. In many ways, you're already in the authoritarian state. You just don't know it. How so? Many things happens today in US. It can be compared to cultural revolution in China. Like what? Like people trying to be Unified in certain political correctness. Wokeness. That is very dangerous. Yeah. Wokeness. 
And she 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 was so in the mindset of the gotcha media mindset, like, oh, I got you, right? Donald Trump's an authoritarian, right? She completely missed the fact of the authoritarianism that's staring her dead in the face. It's the wokeism. The slant that's in the media, the fact that she knows she's not unbiased. We're already in an authoritarian state. We are seeing the New World Order take over and hollow out our nation. We are having to push back, and here is evidence of that. Look at this right here. Town declares itself a, quote, constitutional republic, stops enforcing states' tyrannical mandates. This comes from Activist Post by Abby Liebing. They put this up November 17th. Says the town of Orville, California, has declared itself a, quote, constitutional republic, following over a year of restrictive coronavirus lockdowns and mandates in the state. The bold moves comes after Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom issued an executive order that will extend parts of his March 4th, 2020 emergency proclamation powers until March 31st, 2022. According to the East Bay Times, Oroville responded to the extension by declaring that it will not enforce, quote, any executive orders issued by the state of California or by the United States federal government that are overreaching or clearly violate our constitutionally protected rights. It says the resolution was passed with a six to one vote at the city's November 2nd meeting. Good stuff. This is good stuff. We are seeing a pushback and this has to happen. It will happen. You have to declare your authority. In the Declaration of Independence, it doesn't say, oh, I asked for my independence. You declare it. You reclaim it. You claim your authority. You say, how dare you? These are my rights. This is what I stand for. You cross this line, I'll put a bullet in you. That's where we need to be. That is where we need to be because we're already there. We keep trying to play along and play these play these games and every single time we lose. We need to learn to move with authority. Let me move on. Just kind of want to mention this because we have another clip to round up this segment right here. QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley gets 41 months in prison for capital riot crime. An article by Chris Pandolfo of The Blaze. They put this up November 17th. And that's a darn shame. However you feel about QAnon, however you feel about the rioters and more. this This is a darn shame. Because I remember being at a protest in solidarity with the people there at January 6th earlier this year whenever Ashley Babbitt was shot in the neck like I I remember all that happening and I remember being like at my state's capital telling people like that's our house yes heck yeah get up in there that's a darn shame that this guy's got to go to jail this is a story that I kind of followed and didn't really report on you know since the entirety of it but this dude's a vegan he's tried to get better treatments of better treatment while in, in, in custody. They treated this guy like crap for him to get 41 months. This is insane for stepping into the office, stepping into the Capitol. Crazy dude. And so, no, I mean, I, we, we, we've talked about QAnon being like a psyop, no doubt. These were the arrests that QAnon said were coming. 
This is the beginning, too. Free the political prisoners. Kyle Rittenhouse is on trial for his life right now. You've got over 200 people, over, I think it's like over 200 or 300 people still locked up in the jails from January 6th. This is the beginning. This is the first. And think about how many people are going to flip. And what I mean by flip is like flip on the conservative mindset, flip on their party. I mean, they may know that the Democrats and that the lefts and the globalists and these people are, are, are orchestrating their oppression. But think about what this is doing to them. Let me get into this. It says Jacob Changley, the quote QAnon shaman, whom prosecutors called the quote public face of the January 6th riot on U.S. Capitol, was sentenced to 41 months in prison on Wednesday. Chansley pleaded guilty to a felony charge of obstructing an official proceeding. He was one of the first rioters to enter the Capitol building, and the distinctive face paint and horns he wore during the events of that day feature prominently in pictures taken during the riot. Chansley admitted to using a bullhorn to rile up other rioters and to writing a threatening message to Vice President Mike Pence, saying, quote, it's only a matter of time. Justice is coming. While Chansley was never accused of violence, Prosecutors argued that, quote, as the public face of the Capitol riot, he needed to receive a harsh sentence for carrying a flagpole as a weapon, ignoring police orders to leave the building and gloating about his actions after the riot had ended. Quote, what you did was terrible, Judge Royce Lamberth said at Chansley's sentencing hearing in federal court in Washington, D.C. The lawyers for the defense had argued for leniency. The judge said Chansley's actions were so serious he could, quote, not justify a sentence lower than the minimum suggested by federal guidelines. Chansley's sentence of 41 months in prison is tied for the longest sentence issued to date for any of the Capitol riot defendants who pleaded guilty, according to CNBC News. Quote, I was wrong for entering the Capitol. I have no excuse. No excuse whatsoever, Chansley said. Quote, the behavior is indefensible. And think about this. I had called this whenever this started going down. This is a part of the re-education. This is a part of the tr- uh, 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 the training, the behavior modification, the flipping, getting people to abandon Trump, getting people to abandon America, getting people to abandon the fight. They have to destroy the leadership. I don't want to call Jacob Chansley a leader, but if he's the face of the January 6th Capitol riot, They have to demoralize their opposition. This will be a demoralizing event. And that's why they kept him in there as long as they did to break his will. And that's exactly what I read right there. His actions. There was no excuse. It was indefensible. No excuse. That's what they wanted. They wanted him to renounce America. Renounce his beliefs. Renounce QAnon. Renounce the truth. That's why I'm like, that's a darn shame. That's It doesn't matter how you feel about QAnon. doesn't matter about how you feel with Jacob Chansley. Because it's a better, it's a, it's, it's, it's a bigger issue than just that. Let's hope that he doesn't stay in there. Let's hope that Jacob Chansley gets out. I mean, you've got Rufio Panman locked up. It's it is a darn shame what is happening right now uh, to the American resistance, to the American right, and it's all done by design. I mean, 
I talked about this just the other night. How crazy is it that we're witnessing the entire government and political system try to edge out an ideology? You're seeing them try to edge out conservatism here in America. And so for the final piece of information that I'd like to cover in this segment, and then we'll take a quick break after, uh, is a follow-up on what we talked about just last week. Information coming out about them shopping the 25th Amendment, getting Biden out of office, the rift between Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. I talked about it earlier this week, and I talked about it last week as well. Uh, But check this out real quick. Just something for you guys to keep in mind as it's stirring in the wind. Biden admin looking to dump Kamala Harris. Fox News reporter given the tip to familiarize yourself with the confirmation process for replacing a vice president. Now, are they shopping to remove Kamala Harris? Her and Biden's approval ratings are hitting the toilet. They're plummeting. People have, <laughs> for, for, the, for the most popular president in U.S. history, he's doing a really crappy job. Now, are they going to get rid of Biden? The guy's crap in his pants every other day. Kamala Harris, you know, her laughs are, are not infectious. People don't like her. I don't know. But we see this narrative coming out there. They talked about, you know, the 25th Amendment, removing Trump because he was mentally incompetent. And you see this. A lot of people are talking about Biden's mental incompetency, how he's not fit to run the country. And so this is already happening only a couple months into this guy's administration. Why are they trying to talk about dumping Kamala Harris? I don't think that's the case. I think this is a mix up. I think they'll get rid of Biden. Kamala Harris will step up. She'll have to be confirmed as presidency, and they'll bring in Nancy Pelosi as the VP. You'll have Kamala Harris, the first black woman president of America that can't answer anything, <laughs> that can't get anything done. <laughs> and then you'll have uh, Nancy Pelosi as her VP. Let's play this, and then we'll pick it up on the other side. Fox News alert breaking in Washington tonight, where our Capitol Hill correspondent Chad Pergram tells us he's been hearing whispers suggesting there could be some new high profile confirmation hearings on the horizon in the House of Representatives. Why is this a big deal? Because the House does not confirm normal nominees, but it does confirm vice presidential nominees. Does this have something to do with Kamala Harris? It's no secret she's been running out of favor with the Biden team. Over the weekend, someone at the White House leaked several stories criticizing Kamala for her constant gaffes and awkward laugh. The vice president's office responded to those leaks by leaking a story of its own, calling the Biden team racist. Chad Pergram joins me now. Chad, so what exactly are you hearing? Good evening, Jesse. Well, there's a lot of conjecture right now about the future of Vice President Harris and her lagging poll numbers. This happened at the White House yesterday during the ceremony to sign the infrastructure bill. Please welcome Heather Curtenbach. In a moment. (laughs) Wow. The faux pas was probably not intentional, but it underscored issues some have in the Biden administration with Harris. Now, here's a window into my world. As you know, I appreciate congressional process and mechanics. So I got a message recently from someone who knows Capitol Hill very well, and they suggested I should familiarize myself with the process to confirm a vacancy for the vice president in the Senate and in the House. 
to be clear, to be clear, this is not something uh, to say that something is afoot here, but I always do my homework, especially about process. Vice President Nelson Rockefeller, who served under President Ford, was the last vice president confirmed by Congress. The Senate and House must confirm a vice president. Jesse? Very interesting, and we'll definitely stay on top of that. That could be big news if it's headed in that direction. Thank you so much, Chad. We'll be right back right after this. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hey there! Are you hesitant to get the vaccine? Yeah! Then get the brand new government-approved Vaccinate Me Elmo doll. Wow! Elmo loves experimental vaccines! With the Vaccinate Me Elmo doll, your kid will finally feel the pressure and shame we've successfully made you feel to get the COVID vaccine. Quick! Give me the vaccine! Elmo don't want to be responsible for the deaths of friends or family! Thanks! Haha! <laughs> now Elmo's a good person! The Vaccinate Me Elmo doll comes with a toy syringe, a stethoscope. Elmo, your heart is beating fast. Are you having complications? And a tiny vial of something. It's not the vaccine, promise. It's, uh, water. Let your kid drink it. Elmo, can't you take your mask off now? No! Gotta keep that mask on forever! That feels like mixed messaging. With the Vaccinate Me Elmo doll, your child will be begging you to get the vaccine, just scared out of their little mind for the fate of the world, or your money back. It's your turn. Time to get the vaccine. <laughs> Who want to? Sorry, you have to. <laughs> no. Do it. No. You have no choice. No. Now. Now. Or else. Or else what? Last chance. Great! Elmo loves compliance! And for all you anti-science conspiracy-believing parents, buy the re-released classic Tickle Me Elmo. It's perfectly normal! <laughs> now this is fun! <laughs> Get the vaccine or die! <laughs> buy the Vaccinate Me Elmo doll today! It's required by CDC! The Babylon Bee Guide to Wokeness will teach you everything you need to know about how to choose your pronouns, how to blame everyone else for your problems, how to show the world just how wonderful you are, the art of virtue signaling, the basis of race, gender, and intersectionality, the truth about American history, problematic books, and how to tell if a baby is racist. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, salutations, my friends, and welcome back to this segment of Factions of Freedom, uh, Death Spikes. 
<laughs> Elmo loves compliance. <laughs> oh, man. I love the Babylon beat. They are hilarious. Oh, man. Uh, I wish I could make content like that. You know, I make a lot of jokes whenever I'm not on the air, my private life, but I never, I never, I don't do them like on TikTok and Instagram like I should, man, because they are pretty funny. Um, because I'm always sniffing my baby. I always make like Joe Biden jokes. And then I thought about for like a Halloween decoration, having like a vaccine clinic full of skeletons outside on the front lawn. But you know, this it's, it's, it's funny. Comedy is the only way to break the trauma that they are trying to induce in us. Comedy is the only way we get out of it. We have to laugh at everything they're doing uh, because we have to break the spell. But uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition. We're going to be clearly talking about the vaccine, the variants, all the other lies, the manipulation, the death, everything else that comes with that, man. It is a it it, it, it is crazy what's going on with the vaccine. And I'll be honest with you, there's going to be a lot of clips in this segment. There's going to be a lot of just the headline types, uh, I think. And I said this before at the start of the show. And who knows, man? I mean, this might this might be something that that I that I only do for exclusive members. The information coming out with the vaccine is so overwhelming, and it's not that we don't have it. We're not lack for content. We're lack for time. We might launch a whole separate show dedicated specifically to the vaccine uh, because this is where a lot of our time gets taken out. Is just covering this topic alone. And so, if you guys want me to do something like that, I hate to sound like a money grubbing, you know. Uh, hand shuffling type person, but dude, you guys have to support this operation. I want to tell you about everything that's going on with the vaccine, with the jab and more, uh, but the support has to be there. I'm sticking my neck out there. So you guys got to have some skin in the game as well. Coffee.com forward slash noise era. That's how you support this operation. Grab yourself a subscription tier, a standard tier. That's I think all that's listed right now is the standard tier. It's like $7. You can start at $7. You can put $2. You can put $10, but support this operation. I think we're like roughly five or four members away from launching our Monday or Tuesday shows again. So whoever is listening, that could be you. You could you could launch either the COVID show or the Monday Forge Flash Tuesday show. There's so much information coming out. Operations like us are needed, but we need your guys' support in order to continue to move forward. And so I'm ranting, I'm raving. Let's go ahead and start getting into this information pack segment uh, because we don't have much time. Check this out right here. Worldwide search trend for quote died suddenly spikes to record highs. Uh, This is another from another one from zero hedge. They put this up November 17th and I mean, you get it. You get it. People are finally catching on that uh, people are just dying left and right. My God, just last week, we, we, we talked about footballers that were dying left and right. A couple of weeks ago, I was taking my baby girl to her second soccer game, the league that my wife plays for. They were having a play. They were playing a game. And I was just looking at some of the players that were out there. And it's not that they were out of shape. It's that the intensity of the match was not there. Um, and that's a darn shame because soccer is a very intense sport. And you just got massive swaths of, of, of soccer players dying, hockey players dying. I'm going to be playing a clip for you guys, if I could shut up and get into it, of a 29-year-old mountain bike national title winner, Kyle Warner, 
diagnosed with pericarditis after taking the Pfizer vaccine. His career has been ended. And so died suddenly is, 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 is a very real thing. People are dying all over. We're seeing the beginning stages of the active depopulation agenda. Let me get, let me get into this article. I'm getting overwhelmed. They say, we can't help but notice one Google search trend that has erupted worldwide. The search term, quote, died suddenly, had spiked to an all-time high in the last two months, with data going back to 2004. And it has a screenshot here, uh, headlines in Europe, pieced together a mysterious trend of people dying suddenly. You know, head teacher, uh, head teacher leads tribute to popular Lancashire 12-year-old who died suddenly. 17-year-old Adam Ali died suddenly. Teen found dead in new home, distraught by family. Uh, you know, uh, community pays tribute to teenager with pure heart of gold who died suddenly. Uh, deaths among teenagers have increased by 47%. You know, here's another one. NPR books editor Petra Mayer has died. Um Rocker Chris Dowtry says daughter died unexpectedly. And this is this 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 is coming after just last week us talking about them trying to normalize heart attacks in young children. You imagine that? Could you imagine uh you're growing up with kids? I I mean, like I had an honorable mention, I think, that I didn't even know how to work into the show of two kids that had died in the same school, and the teacher said, Oh, well, you know. Don't uh, don't talk about it. It's like you had two kids in the same class that died, and the teacher said, "Don't don't don't speculate. Don't talk about this." And so this is incredible. We're uh, death spikes. It's a real thing. The, getting into this and finishing it off, it says we cannot definitively point or pinpoint the root cause of these mysterious deaths, but we want to direct readers to a piece noted last week of how the German newspaper, this is what we had just talked about, German newspaper highlights, quote, unusually large number of soccer players who have collapsed recently. And he's right. He is right. Uh, because people are dying. Dosages of the vaccines are too intense. I mean, I have multiple articles and videos. We've been talking about it. It's a dangerous trend that's occurring to where they're giving adult dosages of the COVID vaccine to children. And immediately the children are developing uh, heart issues. Those are the ones that survive. So it's it, it, it's past Bell's palsy. It's past seizures. It's past pericarditis. It's just death now. It's over 300,000. Where are the notes? Yeah. Over 1,300 a day or 1,300 a day. 335,000 deaths total. Underneath, since November 2nd, all underneath the Biden administration's tutelage. And look at this right here. Dr. Fauci warns of waning immunity in vaccinated, urges booster shots. So here's more authoritarianism. Here's more of that uh, 1984 inversion of logic. Hey, the vaccine doesn't work. You're going to need a booster. We've been saying this. We have been saying this time and time again. The vaccine was designed to fail, right? But that's how they want to get you because you, 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 your body will not be able to work without receiving the booster shots. And each one of those booster shots is going to be even more deadly than the last. They're trying to deplete and destroy your immune system. 
They are trying to hijack and replace your immune system with these so-called therapeutics. Just literally last week, we talked about the Pfizer CEO calling mRNA technology, quote, gene editing, and wants to use that technology to, quote, cure people born with mistakes in their DNA code. They're telling you what they're trying to do. And just last week as well, Bill Gates said the vaccine isn't working. It's losing its efficacy, waning immunity. Let me read this article from, from, uh, from News Punch by Nima Harris. They put this up November 15th. It says Dr. Anthony Fauci has warned that officials are starting to see some waning immunity against both infection and hospitalizations with the vaccine and has urged people to get the booster shot. During a November 12, 2021 appearance in the New York Times' podcast, The Daily, Dr. Fauci said the following, quote, they are seeing a waning immunity, not only against the infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death, which is starting to now involve all age groups. It isn't just the elderly. So if one looks back at this, one can say, do you know? It isn't as if a booster is a bonus, but a booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. Fauci says that it appears that the COVID vaccines are no different than other vaccines that need boosters. At around 10 minutes and five seconds into the podcast, Fauci urges skeptical members of the public to wait for more data to come out on vaccine immunity. Holy crap. Is this not what we've been saying? Wait, there's no need for this vaccine. This crap is deadly. It's out here harming people, maiming them. Uh, People are developing heart issues all over the place. This guy comes out and practices common sense only after a fair amount of the population has been infected with it. And so uh, yesterday I was talking with a nurse. Go ahead and get that off. Yesterday I was talking with a nurse. And I already knew the answer, but I felt like I should still ask the question. I said, you know, is there any way to undo the damage of the vaccine? Because I had put up in uh, the other week, I had talked about vaccine protection or vaccine detoxification and shedding protection, right? From Dr. Alina Lesinich. Is there any way to lessen the damage of the vaccine? And the nurse told me after, you know, having the very same conflict, he said, he explained it to me like this. There's no way for you to undo the damage of having your genes edited. This isn't like a chemical or a biological thing where you can go in and, un- and, and, and fix that. You would have to basically rewrite your DNA to fix that. The, the, the vaccine is manipulating your DNA. There's no way to patch over your, your, your now corrupted DNA. And then, you know, then we started to get into like prophecy and the Bible and how Noah, you know, from the flood of Noah, Noah's Ark, how Noah was pure in his generations. And it wasn't like meaning that he was closer to God. It's that no, it was a genetic pureness and how that's where we are right now. We're seeing a whole of humanity being corrupted for dark and nefarious purposes. Uh, but, but I'm, 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 I'm ranting. Dr. Fauci admitted the truth about the COVID jabs and warns that the vaccinated are in danger because if this smallpox thing breaks out or if even another bout of the flu comes through, a fair amount of the people who have received this vaccine, they're going to be in a disproportionate position to be even more affected by it. This is a very, very precarious position for us to be in. 
And check this out. Look at this right here. I'm going to pull up for you guys some very disturbing footage. Thank God people have. Thank God people have um, doorbell cams uh, because even though the truth is coming out, they're still moving ahead, moving forward with their agenda. Look at this right here. Audio listeners, you'll 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 just hear it, but it is some disturbing footage of door to door COVID vaccine censuses being caught on camera. So so not contact tracers to say, hey, you were in this location, you were doing this thing. Uh, we're going to need you to tell us everything about your life. These are people going door to door, asking people, have you had your vaccine? This comes from Infowars.com. They put this up November 16th. It says home security footage shows a group of individuals from from the Houston, Texas Health Department going door to door at an apartment complex to ask residents if they'd taken an experimental COVID-19 jab. Masked up and holding clipboards, the city workers asked citizens if they had been vaccinated, which shot they got, and how many people in the household had been vaccinated. Listen to this, authoritarian. Listen to this. Creepy. And somebody answers. That was them leaving pamphlets at the doorstep of the apartment after and then continuing their their, their canvassing. Uh, but, you know, I wish I had more time in this episode to break this down. You you know what this means. I have another clip here, too, that I'll be playing for you guys of a whistleblower within the medical field saying that they have used a tracking code to find anti-vaxxers. Kid you not. So on one level, they're sending out census, they're sending out people from the health department conducting the census, seeing who's vaccinated, who's who's unvaccinated. And then, I mean, in a weird way, too, you, you could kind of figure out who is and isn't vaccinated simply by who is vaccinated. But all, all of all of everything I'm trying to explain to you is the dangers of the surveillance state, the dangers of an overreaching government. This is the scientific dictatorship. They're trying to figure out who who has the propaganda worked on. What more do they need to do? And I mean, this is this is this is dangerous. I mean, at another level, like what I'm trying to get around to saying is they're trying to figure out who can they come and forcibly inoculate. Who can whose house can they run up in, snatch you, and take you to one of these isolation facilities? That's 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 essentially what I'm talking about. Now look at this. Look at this. I'm going to be I'm going to be playing for you guys real quick here. A clip of a whistleblower nurse 
revealing that the medical tracking code used to find anti-vaxxers. How dystopian is this? As if, as if privacy doesn't matter anymore, bodily autonomy doesn't matter anymore. What is it right here? ICD-10 code Z28.20 immunization not carried out because of patient decision for unspecified reason. This is another one that came from Infowars.com. They put that up November 15th. So one day they had somebody from the medical field come out saying, hey, they're tracking people who aren't receiving the jab. And then the following day, we're getting footage of people doing door-to-door canvassing for a COVID census. It says viral video has emerged showing a whistleblower nurse raising alarm over an email from an insurance provider detailing how a medical tracking code used by physicians and healthcare providers to diagnose patients will distinguish people who decline the COVID jab because of a, quote, unspecified reason. Quote, ICD-10 code Z28.20, immunization not carried out because of the patient's decision for an unspecified reason, says the nurse reciting the email. Quote, this new code will allow us to follow vaccine counseling visits and to take more steps to vaccinate. So, so let's listen to this and then we'll pick it up on the other side. Y'all, I was getting ready to go home. I was, I was closing down my computer. I need to get out of here. I've been here most of the day. And then I decided to take one more look at my email. I can't make this shit up. I'm not telling you which state, and it's not Florida. DOH and DHS are committed to working with our provider partners to combat the continued COVID-19 pandemic and have identified the following Z code for vaccine counseling that does not result in a vaccination. Zulu 28.20, immunization not carried out because of the patient's decision for unspecified reasons. This new code will allow us to follow vaccine counseling visits and take more steps to vaccinate. Y'all, we've just been issued a code. For those of you who don't know, an ICD-10 code is your diagnosis code. It flags your insurance. It flags anytime anybody goes looking through codes, CMS, all of those things, Medicare, they type in a code and anybody who gets come who's been diagnosed that code comes up on a list. So for those of you that were wondering how they were going to find out who they needed to put in those determined camps or sorry, education camps and counseling camps, I think we just got our um so I now identify as vaccinated. If anybody asks. Just saying. Good night. Sketchy. Sketchy. Uh, And this is, again, the scientific dictatorship making their move. This is them rolling it out. Uh, We have evidence and footage of police in Austria running around checking people's vaccine passports and forcing the vaccine, enforcing the lockdown on the vaccinated. This is a way for them to target, again, people who haven't drinking the Kool-Aid, who haven't taken the shot. This is it. This is the police state. This is everything we have warned about coming together in a, a, a science fiction dystopian hell that we are now 
living it. I kid you not. Like, I'm going to be playing for you. The next video clip I'm going to be playing for you guys is of these police officers in Austria just, just walking around. Just walking around, checking people's vaccine passport. Papers, please. It's exactly, it's, it's Nazi Germany in 2021. This is a global health security agenda. This is the technocracy. This is the scientific dictatorship. This is what they want with the vaccine agenda. Surveillance, unilateral surveillance, saying, have you been compliant? Do I need to play for you guys a clip of uh, Tickle Me Elmo, vaccinated edition? Ihnen geht es um den 2B-Nachweis. Denn nur dann dürfen sich Personen, die im Südpark in Klagenfurt in einem Modegeschäft aufhalten, erlaubt, wäre sonst nur der Gang zum Supermarkt. Diese Dame hat Erklärungsbedarf. Okay. okay, because most people don't speak Austrian. I myself don't either. I'm going to go ahead and read this quick article from the Gateway Pundit by Julian Conradson. They put this up November 16th. It says, on Sunday, Chancellor Alexander Schellenberg announced that the Austrian government was implementing a nationwide lockdown for unvaccinated individuals that would restrict anyone who has not taken the jab from leaving their homes for almost any reason. It goes on to say that over 2 million Austrians were affected by the mandate, which kicked in at midnight last night. If any of them are outside their homes for pretty much anything other than going to work or grocery shopping, they will face heavy fines of up to 3,600 euros for each violation which is the equivalent of around $4,100. says that Austria is the first country in the world to impose a lockdown solely upon individuals who have not taken the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. And I think we have another clip here that we can play for you guys of the conference, of the press conference. Let's see if it's in Austrian or if we will have to move on. Mr. had a stern warning to the Austrian people. As of tomorrow, every citizen, every person living in Austria must be aware that they can be checked by the police at any time. Among other things, we will also check if people have been vaccinated or recovered and the reason for entering public spaces. Those who currently haven't received two jobs will only be permitted to leave their homes for work and to carry out essential tasks such as shopping and attending medical appointments. The announcement comes following a record surge in COVID infections and government concerns hospitals could become overwhelmed. Steve Chade is a journalist with Austria's public broadcaster, ORF. He joins us from Vienna. Uh, welcome, Steve. Uh, how are these measures to be enforced? Uh, well, we're talking about uh, 2 million people in the country who are unvaccinated, so it will, of course, be quite a challenge. Uh, but the Interior Minister, Karl Nehammer, says um, the police are being given more support. They're going to be out in greater numbers. They've been equipped with tools to be able to, to immediately test people. They have a special app on, on smartphones so they can read the QR codes for, for people who are vaccinated. Um, for people who are not vaccinated, they don't have the so-called green pass. Um, and uh, if they are found to be in violation of the lockdown for the unvaccinated, they'll be facing fines of up to 1,450 euros. So a huge challenge, uh, but the police are being given more support to, to, to carry out these controls. 
Crazy. Rolling out vaccine police. You think those people signed up for that? Doesn't that seem like something that the health department should be involved in? But I guess since it's enforcement related, you've got to bring the cops in. And that's not happening simply in Austria. This is a global health security agenda. This is happening everywhere. Everywhere is subjected to this tyranny. Check this out right here. In Ireland, they are doing the very same thing. And as we said in the previous, covering the previous article in the previous video, Austria is the first. You would think that it would have happened in Australia, uh, but they're too busy beating up women and children in the middle of the street. Austria is taking it a step further. And I had predicted this. No one wants another lockdown. So what they're going to do is they're going to put a lockdown in place on the vaccinated or on, on, the, on the unvaccinated. And when that doesn't work, they're just going to haul you off to one of these FEMA camps, to one of these concentration camps. Right now you're seeing the active dehumanization campaign where they can say, oh, look at, look at these dirty unvaccinated people. Keep them away from us. They're not a part of our new world. And once we've been effectively dehumanized, then we can be removed from society and isolated. And once we've been isolated and removed, then we can be exterminated. It's a very, very dangerous game that these people are playing. Check this out right here. Ultra-vaxxed Ireland imposes curfew, lockdowns, while still pushing even more people to get jabs. And so we're seeing record numbers of deaths, record numbers of myocarditis, record numbers of heart attacks in children, and yet the, we're poisoning an entire generation, and yet they're still pushing for more. I find it, I love her accent, uh, but I find all this so distressing. Like, I, hello, we're from the government. We're here to help you. How the heck does that not raise alarms for any free thinking individual? Death by a thousand cuts. We are, see, we are literally seeing our country collapse off of incompetence, planned obsolescence, insanity, insanity. And check this out right here. Several California children are sick after receiving the wrong dose of COVID vaccine. How many, how many stories like this are we going to continue to hear? This isn't an isolated event where, again, they're giving children adult dosages of the vaccine, causing all kinds of problems. That's one aspect of it. Another aspect is them just secretly administering vaccines to children and still getting it wrong. 
This is a very, very dangerous phenomenon that is occurring in society where, 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 where free will, where sovereignty, where medical autonomy, bodily autonomy, medical freedom, things like this, where it's being overwritten, all for the name of some very, very dangerous social agenda. So I'm going to play this quick clip, and then I'm going to, right after it, have a, a, a video of a healthy 19-year-old girl who's bedridden after receiving the Pfizer vaccine. So this is, this is what I mean by them poisoning an entire generation, giving kids wrong doses, making kids paraplegics, making children bedridden, taking, destroying, their, the, the, destroying them at the prime of their life. This is why suicide rates are skyrocketing. That's why, again, active depopulation agenda, death spikes. To report my story because it's unacceptable. You expect your medical professionals to give you correct doses. That from Denise Iserloff, alongside her husband here, whose 8- and 11-year-old children were given the wrong amount of COVID-19 vaccine last Saturday at Sutter Health's Antioch Pediatric Vaccine Clinic. They absolutely, absolutely failed my children and the other 12 children involved. Sutter Health issued a statement saying that 14 patients were given an incorrect amount of diluent, going on to say, as soon as we learned of this, we contacted the parents and advised them of CDC guidance in this situation. Denise says she was told, but that came nearly 10 hours later after her older child fell down twice. We would have assumed that there was more in place to prevent something like this happening, but obviously at this place there wasn't. So The Iserloss, whose children were both homesick Monday with bad stomach aches, say their 8- and 11-year-olds were given 20 micrograms of dosage instead of 10. They're now very concerned about any long-term effects. Dr. Peter Chin Hong of UCSF says the kids should be okay. Headache, uh, muscle aches, um, fever in some cases, chills, but they should go away in a day or two. So I would say hold tight um, and not worry too much, um, and that's all expected. Chin Hong says during clinical trials, kids were given 10. 20 and the adult dose of 30 micrograms he says negative effects in those higher doses were not seen as to going forward sutter health says we immediately reviewed our processes to help make sure this doesn't happen again still though denise and her husband want details from sutter health as to how something like this could have happened there has been nothing clarified as to how this happened to our children and the other 12 children involved and it is unacceptable and negligent completely negligent on their part. J.R. Stone, ABC 7 News. Yep. Yeah, completely negligent is one way to look at it. I mean, just the other week we had talked about how <laughs> they, they a, a pharmacy mistakenly gave, again, adult dosages of the vaccine to children, and they said, oh, well, we're sorry for your inconvenience. It's like, what? what if there's any type of events, adverse events that may occur after after injection, you're sorry. You just destroyed a child's life. You're sorry for the inconvenience. Listen, to, like you want to talk about an inconvenience. Listen to this healthy 19 year old girl in Australia. Listen to her tell you her story. She talks about being skeptical of the vaccine, saying a lot of you guys know that I was that I was skeptical of the vaccine, but I wanted to do my part and. She took it, and in taking it, what 
just listen to her give her testimony. Um, so I don't really know what to say here or how to say it as such. Still trying to wrap my head around everything. So for those who personally know me, know that I was super scared of getting the vaccination and said I'll hold off for as long as I can until I have to. And I was pretty much told no jab, no job. Can't compete with my horses, can't go anywhere. You're selfish if you don't get it, just get it. So I toughed it out and, you know, did what was right to do. I was a perfectly healthy, normal 19-year-old kid and have never been to hospital whatsoever, super active. Um, and, yeah, I got my second job on the 21st midnight that night. I woke up vomiting fevers. My whole body was shaking. Um, I felt like I'd run a marathon. My legs were sore, my joints were sore. I had blurry vision and a really bad headache and just pain all over the next level. And I do have a pretty high pain tolerance. I knew something really wasn't right. I then went to the doctors and they did some blood tests and I came back positive for something called D-Demia. Unsure how to pronounce that one. Pretty much meaning that my lungs and body were filling up with blood clots and I had to get rushed to the emergency room. They discovered clots on my legs and all over my chest, all over my lungs on both sides. Um, they just said pretty much to go home and if you're um, sick or in pain to come back. So then Saturday I pretty much toughed it out for as long as I could until I had um, really bad chest pains. So I came back in. Um, so the bad chest pains are from my blood clots on my lungs, um, from me breathing. So they pretty much said it's the equivalent of having broken ribs, so Jesus. sort of struggling a bit there. And I stayed last night and I've been um, doing pretty much every scan and test you can think of. I'm pretty well out of it at the moment. It's been a big emotional um, ride for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's an emotional ride at 19 being skeptical of something and then your loved ones manipulating you uh, into doing something that you, you said you were against only for the worst possible outcome to unfold. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that it is a massive and disorienting uh, position to be in. And I have evidence of this with Kyle Warner. I want to find the clip of this 29 year old mountain biker uh, who basically talks about this, who talks about experiencing these adverse reactions from the vaccine and at the same time trying to uh, seek help, receive assistance, and being unable to. And at a, he, he, he kind of lets it slip that he, is su that he was suicidal because of this. And, you know, Kyle's information came out like a couple of weeks ago. You know, he had won... He, he had won a title. He was a he's an athlete with all due respect, 29 years old. Um, his story broke like a couple weeks ago. I remember seeing like the video it was him and his wife talking about how, you know, they had taken a break from making content. But now that they're back and they might not be making content consistently because, well, they're lethargic. Uh, he had been victimized by this vaccine. He went public talking about his adverse vaccine reaction. 
and this is a follow-up video uh, where 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 you will see what has happened after he has shared his story, uh, and he goes into a little bit more depth about his situation. So we'll play this, uh, and then we'll, we'll we'll pick it up from there. I have a lot of love and support, and I appreciate that, but it's so hard to just be constantly berated by people all the time just for trying to share my story and like all i've tried to do this whole time is advocate for a conversation i'm not trying to tell you what to do or tell you what not to do i'm just saying here's a data point that you can look at and factor into your decision because i will tell you right now that like my life has completely changed and i've lost friends i've lost family members i've lost all of these things just by going through this situation and like I got, I got vaccinated to try to do my part and you know, I got injured, which sucks and it's a rare thing, right? But it doesn't feel rare when it happens to you. But if I would have got COVID and if I would have had all these same symptoms and dealt with this whole thing through COVID, I wouldn't be hated so much. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how the toxicity of people has become worse than the disease that we're fighting. Like we've done such a shitty job as people of trying to remain human. I just, it's so hard because people don't know, people don't know what this is like until it happens to you. And I empathize with people that have had issues with COVID. I empathize with people that have had other issues throughout the pandemic or other things, right? But to be injured by this thing that's so toxic in society where you can't even talk and you can't get support, you can't tell people, even like, I had a hard time finding a therapist, because when you say vaccine injury, they're like, oh, you're crazy, and it's like, I don't know how, what we're supposed to do as people, and I'm just sad at where we are right now, and like I said, I'm gonna take a break for a while, and so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of post this, and like I said, I'm sorry that I can't continue to speak out for the people that do need it. Yeah, imagine that, he's he's trying to raise awareness about how he's been victimized by this vaccine. And I'm sure, you know, you've got people on the right side saying, oh, well, of course, of course you did it. Stupid. Why didn't you listen? To you? I'm sure he's getting it from both sides. He said it before that he had lost friends. He had lost family all for trying to share his testimony. And I'm sure people on the left hand side say, no, oh, well, you, d- you don't know what you're talking about. You're just a crazy conspiracy theorist now, Kyle. Like You didn't get hurt by a vaccine. What? You're crazy. And so imagine that. Imagine the position you're in. You're trying to say, hey, my my entire career has been destroyed by this vaccine. And they say, oh, misinformation. It's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm now suicidal because I can't even walk up a flight of stairs uh, without being winded. Ah, shut up, you conspiracy theorist. It's like, imagine trying to share your stories, your personal experience of what you have been gone through the trauma, to, how, how you've been traumatized experiencing this. And on both sides, nobody's listening to you. That is an absolute devastating chain of events. I got a little bit of a doom break here for you guys. This one may spark a little bit more hope, but it's of a eight-year-old girl who was suspended 36 times for refusing the mask. She was able to help end a mask mandate at her school uh, because of this, this powerful speech 
that I'm going to be playing for you guys. And so this is this is the world that we are in now. Children are having to not necessarily get activated. They're having to speak their opinion. 36 times. And we played it for you guys over here before. 16-year-old girls being arrested in school because they don't want to wear the mask. But they're suspending children. They're arresting some children. They're silencing and censoring people who are trying to share their testimony. Eight-year-old Fiona Lachelles. She speaks to the school board. And after she has this testimony, they decide to turn the tide. Let's listen. My name is Fiona Lachelles and I am in second grade at Discovery Key Elementary. I am back to talk to you again today. And for anyone who thinks I didn't write my speech last time is wrong. I wanted to be here then just like I do now. Sorry if I'm am supposed to be scared when I see people yelling at these meetings. So I am back. <laughs> Precious. Oh, come on. Come on, Fiona. Okay. Well, if it if it's gonna be like that, we can we can always read the article. That's weird. That it just decided to stop playing like that. Um Let's try this one more time. And then if not, we'll just read the article. My name is Fiona Lachelles and I am in second grade at Discovery Key Elementary. I am back to talk to you again today. And for anyone who thinks I didn't write my speech last time is wrong. I wanted to be here then just like I do now. Sorry if I'm am supposed to be scared when I see people yelling at these meetings. So I am back today and tomorrow is my birthday. I am going to get suspended if I don't wear a mask for three more days. Just because I get suspended for not wearing a mask isn't gonna change my mind. You can keep suspending me. I still have the right not to wear a mask. It is not fair that I'm getting punished because you guys, the school board, are not following the law. That is not fair. It just isn't right. I'm still going to stand up for what I believe in, and nothing's going to change my mind. I've been getting suspended a lot because I'm wearing a mask. Do you know how dirty masks are? Because you touch the mask. You put it on your face. You breathe all those germs in because you have lots of bacterias on your hand. Oh, and okay, yeah, I hope you all go to jail for doing this to me. <laughs> At a girl. And my family is proud of me. And my uncle Murphy that is in heaven is really proud of me. And I want to say Burke sucks, but... Instead of your Rosa. <laughs> that a girl. That a girl. More of that. Raise them right. 
Raise them right, I say. <laughs> Good stuff, Fiona. That's what I want to see. Uh, we need more people sticking to their guns. We need more people standing up for things. We need more people fighting. That is the only way we're going to get out of this. It's the only way. Okay, and now... That's wild. That's wild. I was trying to bring up a quick article for you guys and uh, seem to be having some issues here. That's okay. We can. Oof. Oof. We could work around it. We'll have to. Oof. Right on. Come on. Come on. We don't have time for issues. We do not have time for issues. Of course, it would be the more critical article of what we're, what I'm trying to switch into. Of course, right here, Pentagon threatens Oklahoma over vaccine mandate may lose National Guard status and label them a militia. So while it's good to see this type of resistance nationwide, worldwide, this is what happens uh, when you stick to your guns. This is a very, I feel like for me, this is something that needs like a red alert status. Think about this. Like, is this their ability of eliminating the National Guard? Because if they start replacing all of the military, all the all the doctors, all the law enforcement and things like that with uh, National Guard members, or even with the military, you can then control the military, the police, you can control hospitals and things like this. But if you just get rid of the National Guard as a whole, this removes for civilians an ability for them to kind of insert themselves into that layer of protection. I hope that makes sense. Let me read a little bit more about this and then it'll maybe help me get a little bit reconfigured. This is by Jim Hoff of the Gateway Pundit. They put this up November 17th. It says the backlash against Biden's COVID vaccine mandate continues. The the Oklahoma National Guard announced last weekend that they will not impose Biden's COVID vaccine mandate. Army Brigadier General Thomas Mancino wrote in a memo that, quote, no negative administrative or legal action will be taken against anyone who doesn't get the vaccine. On Wednesday, the Biden Pentagon threatened the Oklahoma National Guard for not forcing all members to take the controversial COVID vaccines. The Pentagon threatened the careers of the Guard members in the state and announced that the state statute may jeopardize their status. The Washington Post reported that the Pentagon said Wednesday it has authority to require coronavirus vaccination for National Guard personnel, and that continued refusal will put thousands of military careers in jeopardy. The Biden administration's sharpest response yet to a countermand from the National from the Oklahoma National Guard, which lastly declared the Defense Department policy optional for troops under state control. Governor Kevin Stitt, a Republican, last week removed the state's adjutant uh, adjutant general who had directed troops to comply with the vaccine mandate and replaced him with a new commanding general who promptly issued the order rejecting it. In his memo, Brigadier, Brigadier General Thomas Mancino, the state's new National Guard commander, said personnel could sidestep the policy with no repercussions unless they are put on federal duty. 
The extraordinary move has marked some concern with the administration that other Republican-controlled states will follow Oklahoma's lead, leaving the Pentagon with little recourse but to hold individual service members accountable for refusing lawful orders that their, that their immediate chain of command has disavowed. Says, quote, we are not aware of any government attempting to prohibit members from receiving the vaccine and don't see this as placing any individual member in conflict with state authorities. Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby said in a statement, quote, failure to receive the vaccine may jeopardize an individual's member status in the National Guard. I was hoping we would get more information um, about them potentially about the about the militia status, I was hoping we would get a bit more information about that, but that's okay. That's okay. We know what this is. This is this is more of the threatening, more of the great divide, more of the great resignation, more of that. Still dangerous, nonetheless. Again, they are making us less ready, or if anything, preparing us for an invasion. Probably around February. Probably around February, but uh, I, I can't speak more to that right now. Let's let's move on with the show. Let's move on with the show. This is not the one I want to cover. I'd like to find the article where it talks about Michigan closing schools due to the... Uh, I think that might just be one that we... Just a headline. Uh, Michigan schools closed due to teacher shortage caused by the reactions to the COVID booster. Unfortunately, that's going to have to be just the headline. Just something to keep in mind. Let's move forward with the show. This comes from Harbinger's Daily. They put this up November 17th. OSHA suspends implementation of the vaccine mandate per court order. This is good news. Good news. So you're seeing pushback, institutional, and who knows? I mean, OSHA's OSHA's been flaky. They've been flip-flopping throughout the entirety of the pandemic. This might be a good thing for now, uh, but there might be some pushback later. We're seeing pushback against the poison unilaterally. That's the main thing here. It says the Occupational Safety and Health Administration has suspended the implementation of its federal vaccine mandate affecting roughly 80 million workers in the U.S. after the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit granted a motion to stay its COVID-19 vaccination and testing emergency transport, testing emergency temporary standard. Quote, on November 12, 2021, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit granted a motion to stay OSHA's COVID-19 vaccination and testing emergency temporary standard. Published on November 5th, an update on OSHA's website states, according to the court order, OSHA is to, quote, take no steps to implement or enforce the mandate until further court order. While OSHA remains confident in its authority to protect workers. In implementation and enforcement of the ETF. Oh. I think uh, we I think we temporarily got uh, disconnected over here on Telegram, but I think we're back now. Oh man, 
There you have it. OSHA has suspended the implementation of the vaccine. Court order. Good stuff. We only have a couple more articles to fly through in this segment for you good people. And they're really good news for the most part. Uh, For the most part, it is very good news. Wow. I don't know why it does this, but every time I start to do a show and I get into a good groove of things, for some god-awful reason, uh, StreamYard likes to trip and do what it does. But we are not here to talk about technical difficulties. We are here to cover the news. California school board votes not to support, enforce, or comply with Governor Gavin Newsom's vaccine mandate. Again, more pushback, more power to the people, people waking up. I mean, just the other week, we had covered how Dr. Ben Carson admitted that this is a massive experiment on children and that they should not be experimented upon. So no, we should not support, enforce, or comply with the vaccine mandate. Don't experiment on kids. That's not a good thing at all. Let me read a little bit of this. It says, in a 5-0 to vote, the governing board of the Calaveras Unified School District decided at a Tuesday meeting to not, quote, enforce, support, or comply with Governor Gavin Newsom's mandate, which would require all students at all public, public charter and private schools to receive COVID-19 vaccines following full federal approval of the shots for their grade span. The school board said in a message to the school community that the decision, which came during the meeting, applies to both students and employees, adding that it will further discuss and potentially make a decision on mask mandates and testing protocols at its next meeting scheduled for November 23rd. So still good news. They're pushing back. For now, for now, uh, more of the great resignation and more of the COVID insanity. Texas doctor resigns after hospital suspends and investigates her for warning about COVID shots and promoting ivermectin. This comes from Alicia Powell of the Gateway Pundit. They put this up November 17th. I'm only going to read a little bit of this so we can move on with this show. Uh, Houston Methodist health officials began investigating and suspended a Texas doctor last week for spreading, quote, dangerous misinformation about COVID-19 and promoting the efficacy of ivermectin, prompting the physician to resign from the hospital on Monday. Houston Methodists launched an investigation in Bowden on Friday and suspended the ear, nose and throat doctor for defying health authorities and exercising free speech. The hospital, <clears throat> the hospital excoriated Bowden for using her, quote, social media accounts to express her personal opinions about the COVID-19 vaccine and treatments, NBC News reports. The suspension barred the physician from admitting or treating patients at the hospital. Bowden repeatedly warned that it is, quote, wrong to mandate the experimental mRNA vaccines and continuously touted ivermectin as a safe and effective treatment amid threats from public health officials about prescribe against prescribing the drug. Yeah. So there you have it. They're literally firing doctors, uh, uh, coercing them to resign for simply offering an alternative opinion. I thought this was a free country, but check this out. Check this out. So while you have, Oh, nope. 
did we do? Is that is that not pulled up here? Is that just another one that we were supposed to mention? Nope, oh, nope. Oh, here it is. I didn't get the articles together in the orderly fashion that I typically do before the show because I don't have enough time here for you guys. I might just mention this one simply so we have it on the record. Uh, but Pfizer deal lets outside companies make the drug makers COVID-19 pills. So while you have them firing one doctor for promoting ivermectin, simply offering an alternative opinion on the flip side on that, on the inverse of that, you've got these drug makers letting other drug makers create the drugs for people. How crazy is that? It's like you can't promote a different drug, but the drug makers are going to make different drugs that other drug makers are going to make and then just sell it underneath their banner. <laughs> How wild is that? Says Pfizer and a United Nations back group announced Monday that the drug maker would let outside companies make its COVID-19 pill. This is an article by Zachary Steiber of the Epoch Times. They put this up November 16th. It says, quote, Pfizer remains committed to bringing forth scientific breakthroughs to help end this pandemic for all people. We believe oral antiviral treatments can play a vital role in reducing the severity of COVID-19 infections, decreasing the strain on our healthcare systems, and saving lives. Albert Borla, chairman of the CEO of Pfizer, said in a statement, this is the same guy that admitted that the vaccines are gene editing technology, and he wants to use that technology to cure people who were born with mistakes in their DNA. How altruistic of him. Moving on. Final article and still good news. State passes bill to compensate vaccine-related injuries from those forced to take the COVID jab. Don't you guys love the Free Thought Project? They put this up November 17th. It says the Idaho State House... legislation that would enable COVID-19 shot with the bill finding bipartisan support in the Republican-dominated state. Approved overwhelmingly in a 7-3 to three vote Tuesday, House Bill 400 compensation to, quote, vaccine-related accidents Injuries shall be compensate, compensable by employees or insured. Quote, if the John, so good, back. But I think it's becoming increasingly apparent to people in our camp that our adversaries are not going to give us the advantage of knowing whenever we are succeeding, knowing whenever we are winning. That's what we're witnessing right now. There is pushback to this authoritarian regime, to this global, to this globalization and meta, uh, medicalization of our society, but they're just not going to let us have it. That doesn't mean that we can stop. That means we have to keep pushing. So let me go ahead and get up a final clip here for this segment of the death spike this season 11 episode 36 
of this transmission. Let me go ahead and pull up this this foreboding clip talking about how they found vials of smallpox. <laughs> vials of smallpox at a Merck lab in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's, it's, I, 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 again, I just I find it all so crazy. I find it all disturbing. And, you know, I, I got to be honest with you guys. My phone's blowing up. I've got to play this clip. We've got to take a break. And then we, we will see how the third segment goes. I've got. Jeez. Uh, I've got to. Uh, come on now. Let's hurry up and get this clip going so we can so we can play it and take this break. I find it also coincidental, also synchronistic, also crazy. So let's go ahead and close that. Hopefully Telegram will stop tripping. And we can play this clip and continue on from there because we don't have time to be messing around. Here it is. Uh, vials labeled smallpox found at a vaccine research facility in Pennsylvania. CDC says, so let's go ahead and cue that for you guys. And then we'll take a break immediately after that. Uh, They're setting up for the next pandemic. We're, we're, we're fighting this virus. We're fighting this pandemic of authoritarianism and they are already setting it up for the next. Here's that clip. And then we'll take a break right after. Several vials labeled smallpox were found at a vaccine research facility in Pennsylvania. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control emailed a statement to CNN saying there is no indication anyone was exposed to the frozen vials. The laboratory worker who found them was wearing gloves and a face mask at the time. In 1980, the World Health Organization announced smallpox had been eradicated with the help of a global vaccination effort. In 2014, employees of the National Institute of Health found six vials of smallpox in an unused storage room. The CDC also says there's no evidence anyone was exposed at that time. Governments have long argued about keeping samples of the virus or destroying all known copies. Katie Johnston for CBSN, Philly. Thanks, Katie.
All right, guys. So I'm I'm gonna shoot you straight. I have a uh, I have a security cam on my daughter right now, and I got a security cam on my daughter. And there's too many notifications going off. I've got phone calls that I'm missing. I've got texts that I need to answer. I've got life happening real fast, real quick. And I can't I, I can't lie to you. I've, I've got to address it. This is not going to be a, a long segment. Um, I don't like seeing my daughter all swaddled up. Um, it's not just she's crying and inconsolable, but it's just me here with the dogs. I got to, you know, I got, I, I got daddy duties to do. I've already been in this for about two and a half hours. Uh, so what I'm going to do is kind of fly through these articles, pontificate a little bit, and then I got to let you go. I don't want to, uh, I, 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 I tried to plan and schedule out as much as I could, but uh, greater responsibilities are calling me. So again, uh, I hate to say it, guys, but if you want to support this operation, coffee.com forward slash noise era. Uh, I don't like cutting your guys' information short. I definitely like making sure that you have access to it. Uh, but, you know, duty calls, man. Uh, this is a luxury that I may or may not be able to afford, that my family may or may not be able to afford. You know, I have a lot of I, I, I do a lot of different things. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but coffee.com forward slash noise era. If you guys want to support this operation, if you want to make sure you get your information, if you want to make sure we keep doing things, if you want to make sure we stay in the fight, that's how you do it. You support us. Uh, you, you may have noticed we didn't play the CBD oil ads or the My Patriot Supply ads. If you still need me to remind you that the supply chain is crippled and that you need to find American made products. In these trying times, this may not be the show for you. Uh, there has to be a certain level of accountability and responsibility with this type of information. And I think because a fair amount of people have been kind of lackadaisical and passe and just like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter that 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 has screwed us, that we don't take stuff serious, that we think, oh, well, we'll be here next week or I don't need to take any proactive steps. You know, it's OK. You know, just let somebody else do it. And that type of stinking thinking is what screwed us up in the first place. We cannot perpetuate this. We, we, we really have to start making some changes abruptly, guys. A lot of us are all having to. You know, and I'm not saying this because I've got to cut the, sh the show short to go deal with to go deal with my baby. I'm trying to say that the world that we grew, that a lot of us grew up in is not going to be there in the future. We have got to get used to being. I guess, inconvenienced. We got comfortable and we got passive, which made us inactive. We weren't conscious. We weren't present. We weren't dutiful. We weren't purposeful. We were just, ah, well, you know, when's Game of Thrones coming back? When's Game and when's Rick and Morty coming back? That's an absent-minded approach towards life. And I talked about that earlier this week on the show. So I'll I'll tell you this, guys. And I had been thinking about it for a while. That's why you hear me having these thoughts with you, like as I'm recording and still doing the show, I'm doing like three and a half hour shows, sometimes pushing four hours. And that's three and a half, four hours away from my daughter, from my family. And I'm begging for that three hours, three and a half, four hours for support. So probably what I'm trying to say, what's probably going to end up happening is I'm going to switch it up instead of giving like the public audience almost four hours worth of like heavy content. I'll make it two hours. We'll go back to the th th to the thirty minute segments where it's just rapid fire, and I'll save all of my pontificating and all my theorizing and all my extra stuff 
for the exclusive members because it's inverted right now. It, it truly is inverted. I'm giving the exclusive members the scrapes of like whatever I can whatever I can muster up at the end of the week or at the start of the week. And then I'm saving all the juicy bits and all the hard work for the public show. And so if, 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 if people are becoming exclusive members, why are they not getting access to all the exclusive stuff I'm doing? I'm ranting. I'm, 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 I'm ranting. I'm raving. I'm just trying to let you guys know that here is a perfect example in my own personal life of some adjustments that have to be made. And this is just for the show that you guys have been paying. I wanted this for an audience that doesn't understand. It's got to be. Give and go, a give and take. I am giving over time. Really crucial and sensitive time period. That to me does not make sense. I appreciate you guys. I love you. You know that, but I've got to start being a defender with some of the more recent developments that have occurred in my life. Doing this in this capacity at this shitty function is not. It is. It is not productive. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to beg you. I'm going to request that you guys support this operation. But if not, that's okay, because we're quickly running up on the end of the year, which means a whole nother season's right around the corner. And did you see what happened in just this year alone? What do you think next year is going to be like? Well, I'm going to still be here. The work's still going to get done, but I, I will have to give you guys what I can. And to those that have supported me through this year, as my whole world's gone to hell in a handbasket, they will get the excess. They will get the attention. They will get the extra. They will get what I am trying so desperately to give to everyone else. And that's a shame because I am sitting here in the public show saying, hey, you let me be your news guy. Let me be your content creator. Let me be your fighter. Let me be your champion in the arena. And people's decisions have been their answers. And so without ranting anymore, let me go ahead and just fly through this news as quickly as I can. I'll say it one final time as you see me doing every single segment. If you want to support this operation, you can go to coffee.com forward slash noise era. Get yourself a standard subscription, or you can get yourself some storable goods, CBD oil or concentrated dosages of vitamins, anti-EMF, Wi-Fi shielding clothing. There's a multitude of ways for you to say, hey, EJ, I like what you're doing. Keep it up, champ. Keep doing more. Coffee.com forward slash noise era. And with that being said, let me go ahead and get into the news. Uh, This is again, Going to be a fast-paced segment. Definitely not going to be 30 minutes or an hour. Uh, Lost in space. Bezos says future humans will visit the Earth the way you visit Yellowstone. (laughs) I just have to read a little bit of this. Here's a breakaway civilization. The technocrats, Asgardia. I would recommend you guys look into Asgardia, the first space nation. Definitely something that is happening. Uh, But this comes from Brian Kahn of Gizmodo. They put this up November 17th. And it says the ultra rich founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, wants to move humanity into outer space in order to save the world from a giant Yellowstone like park. 
save the world for a giant Yellowstone-like park to be visited on while on Earth leave. The technocrat space cult is clearly articulating its insane ideology. I'd spend more time, but unfortunately, I don't have it. Got to move on. Uh, Media declares climate lockdowns a, quote, conspiracy theory. India prepares. impose the climate. It declares the notion of lockdowns to be a fake news quote conspiracy theory. India is preparing to impose a Give me, Graham. Yeah, it says we've been disconnected over here on Telegram. It's currently trying to find uh, the the connection. Disconnected on Telegram. And... You get the picture. Thing that the
the whole 2000 was speaking about inflation uh, and unemployment. If they think that two thousand dollars, and then they dip even further, saying On StreamYard's tripping, my phone's going off, nothing's playing, nothing's working. And to be quite honest, I don't have the mental I don't have the I, I, I don't have the strength right now to sit up over here and play these type of games. So I'm just gonna go ahead and finish the couple of articles I have queued up for you. About that. I'm not sure what's going on, but we're disconnected over here. Me, the messages over here. I'm fed up. So yes, uh, another record: 4.4 million Americans just quit their jobs in September's, and ro- robots are replacing them. I was also going to follow that up by playing a clip of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. warning that government and big tech engineered the destruction of democracy and civil rights. Precisely, they're creating the technocracy. It's a scientific dictatorship. They know exactly what they're doing. This pandemic itself, while wiping out the middle class, has created 500 additional billionaires, 500 additional technocrats and social engineers. It was reported this week alone that every hour Pfizer is making over a thousand dollars because of the vaccine sales. And so, yes, no, things are things are out of control right now. We are seeing we are seeing our adversaries usurp and take control. Uh, UN backed banker announces. The UN-backed Banker Alliance announces, quote, green plan to transform the global financial system. And then I was going to finish out the show talking about how Pope Francis said this just just last week, uh, that the Great Reset must include a concrete military disarmament and a green spirituality where the earth is worshipped. So this is this is the worst episode for this type of stuff to go down. I think that might just be me looking at everything in the political landscape and thinking that everything is just overwhelming. We need to cover this. We need to cover that. 
Uh, but massive things are happening. And as we look at the twilight of 2021 with December right around the corner and then 2022, a, a, a a few days after that, it is just crazy to see it all unfold. The New World Order is rolling out all of its tentacles, telling us what their plans are. And we're sitting here twiddling our fighting with technical difficulties. However, ladies and gentlemen, I wish I had to hear all abruptly, uh, but now my baby girl is awake. Her hands are flailing. And that is not her. Please. Let's be. My gentlemen, I wish I didn't have to do that. Uh, but daddy, join our inclusive membership program where we have follow-up episodes, where we have separate shows entirely. Um, but unfortunately, that's gonna have, guys, I wish it didn't, but I've got to go. Um, you can find all this and more. What I typically do is I, I, I compact the episode show notes and I give that file off. Uh, but again, that's for exclusive members. That's not for our public audience. We're doing so much uh, that, to be quite honest, sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. But like I said, guys, that's going to have to do it for me. If you have any questions, <clears throat> feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, out.